with the Arts 3 Shows live and all new today with gospel recording artist Jason Bethel of J. Bethel and Spoken For with their brand new song, No Rock. We also got the inside scoop of Red and also an Ask Red Letter, which is questions from you guys. All right, let's go. It is time for the Arts 3 Show. New man, we made a new picture and it's What's going on? <laughs> oh, y'all, I just can't get on this mic. <laughs> Scratch my throat like I am. <coughs> y'all, as soon as I got on this mic, got in this um, studio, this piling of stuff has just, yeah, has really gotten to me. Oh, man, I hope I can make it throughout this whole live broadcast. What's going on, y'all? This is your boy, Red, the host of the RS3 Show. Welcome to another great day to be on the air. Thank y'all so much for tuning into this broadcast. I really appreciate y'all for joining me and sticking by me and still being here after my little two-week vacation. Y'all, I think I have to be on, might have to be on next week, might, might. I have a simple procedure Friday. Excuse me, y'all. I have a simple procedure on Friday, and um, just small, minute, you know, outpatient. And so, um, how I'm feeling the following week, it depends. But if not, we're going to still go on, and um, we might still be going on, you know, hey. It is what it is, people. And so after I get off the air tonight, um, I don't have nothing else to do. So what I might just go ahead and do is um, pre-record next week, maybe. You know, so we can just get a live, you know, broadcast. So you won't have no pre-recorded shows. But anyway, it is what it is. Welcome to another great day here on the RS3 Show. Uh, we have a special guest today. We have our boy Jason Bethel of J. Bethel and Spoken For back with us again. And so we'll be talking to him a little later on in the broadcast. We got another round of the Inside Scoop of the Red. And that's where I give you my honest, my unscripted opinion of today's world and entertainment news. And inside my Inside Scoop of the Red news, we have Nina Taylor giving us the gospel news for this week. So we got a great show planned for you today. And I think think i have a real talk with red discussion i don't you know what i'll be back we'll talk about that in a minute i'll be back in a moment Are you looking for an experienced and passionate video production company that values your time and resources? Then look no further. 1301 Productions specializes in creative promotional concepts that promote your product, brand, or service. Our main goal is that we can help you reach your existing clients as well as potential clients successfully. 
Call today to set up your free estimate. 1301 Productions. Creative Concepts for Creative Clients. For more information about 1301 Productions, give them a call at 424-835-1301. It is the RS3 Show, and we are back. We are back from our second, for our second break. You all, thank y'all so much for tuning in again, tuning in again to this great, this great, great station. Listen, speaking of this great station, um, the RS3 Show now is on six platforms. Well, actually, seven. Well, is it seven? Eight, honestly. Um, we are on, no, it's seven, it's seven, it's seven, it's seven, it's seven, it's seven. We on seven platforms, uh, as our flagship station, WPOP Radio, that's one platform, and we are on six podcasts, six podcasts, which is Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and now, over the break, we were introduced and put up on Radio public so you have no excuse to listen to the rh3 show when we are not airing live during our times which is tuesday and thursday from 6 to 7 p.m on our flagship station w pop radio so yeah um so yeah anytime if you miss the broadcast live go to these podcast platforms by 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on when yeah 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time start looking around that time I should be already on but by 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on these uh, podcast platforms every Tuesday and Thursday you will see the new episode right the new broadcast meaning that after I get off air the show is recorded and put together and is on our podcast station so um and if you also want to go want to listen to it again i'm on repeat on saturday um from uh seven to eight seven to eight and of course live tuesday and thursday six to seven so yeah that's it um what else do i have for you all um Y'all, this weekend has been a great weekend for me. Just chilled and relaxed all day uh, this past weekend. All um, all day on a Saturday. Uh, prior weekend, I had my nephew and his friends over. Um, they uh, had a little sleepover. And, oh, excuse me. And um, this weekend, I ain't have nobody. I just came home from work, chilled Saturday Shield, then went to Singles Enrichment, and we saw. Um, I can only imagine, y'all. That was a really good movie. It was a really good. It was. It was so good. It was. You really knew. I mean, it was. It was just, and it was like a. a autobiography movie. You know, I mean, it was. It was just about the life of. Um, of Bart. Um, what's Bart last name? Uh, start with it. M, I believe. But anyway, it was about Bart, the, one of the lead singers of Mercy Me. And so it just, you know, um, it wasn't in chronological order of, you know, you know, him getting to recording that powerful song, I Can Only Imagine. 
And so it was it was really good. I'm not gonna give y'all no spoilers, but um just go and watch it. Go and watch it. Um what else? What else? What else? Hold on, let me clear my throat, y'all. Let me clear my throat. This these allergies, y'all. But um yeah, these allergies, y'all, is something something serious, y'all, something serious. But anyway, y'all, I haven't been back on air. I should have mentioned this even from the beginning. I haven't been back on air, you know, since my birthday and since I took off. And so I had a really good birthday. A bit disappointing, but hey, it was my day. I, you know, I I really enjoyed it in spite of and because of um, those who um, were a blessing to me on my birthday. Those who. Um, you know, shared the day with me, had dinner with me, and that was it. And so, you know, if, if those that came and those that, you know, blessed me, I thank you and I love y'all. I'm glad the ones that came was the ones that were supposed to come. You hear me? You feel me? But, um, y'all, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of underhanded stuff. And I may have to discuss and talk about friendships again on here, but I just, I just, I just can't with it. I can't. And maybe within the next few weeks, um, you know, we'll discuss and talk about that. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else do I have on the agenda? Uh, um, I think that's about it, y'all. You ready to jump into today's show? Huh? 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 You ready to jump into today's show? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Today we got a uh, Real Talk with Red discussion. We got a, a letter and a topic and also we have a uh interview so we're just going to go ahead and jump on into today's broadcast y'all know the first two breaks is me the first is an introduction second one is me you know us chit-chatting talking and then we just jump on into the show so coming up next is the inside scoop of the red and that's where i give you my honest my unscripted opinion on today's world and entertainment news and in that is the gospel news with our commentator Nina. Alright, so keep it where you got it. It is the RH3 show. Be back in a moment with the real with the inside scoop with red. Uh kicking it off is our girl Nina Taylor with this week in gospel news. And then coming up later in the broadcast, we got our special guest, uh past not pastor, I don't know if he Jason Bethel of J. Bethel has spoken for. Alright. Oh, oh, before I go, before I go, our topics for my uh, inside scoop with Red, y'all. Wendy Williams and the Clark Sisters. I was off last week, but I have to discuss because it really got all the way deep in my skin, especially with my brothers. And I'm putting up air quotes, brothers and sisters in Christ, y'all. They really really burnt me up with that but anyway we're going to discuss uh wendy and the clark sisters um um the outbreak with this food thing a church holding a beyonce mass um a great love story with michelle williams and pastor chad johnson I'm also going to talk sports jam-packed show today keep it where you got it it is the rc show be back in a minute Each week on the RS3 show, I'ma be me and you can do you Cause we can be free to make it do what it do by the Okay, stop judging one another We're back Tuesday with a live broadcast and a special guest Friend to the show, Jason Bethel of J. Bethel and Spoken For With their new single, No Rock Up, Up, Up 
<laughs> Plus Thursday, as always, we have the inside scoop with Red and another real talk with Red discussion. So join me every Tuesday and Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more about me or the broadcast, visit my website at theRH3show.com. That's from sin of the saint As winners we can't Live by the picture they paint Because they know They own the inner retain So we must live out our lives with Now I'm not a writer Okay Want the latest news Regarding the TV Movies Sports Politics And music industry It is time for the Inside Scoop of the Red Right here on the RH3 show Hi, I'm Nina Taylor, and here is your gospel news. Worship leader, recording artist, songwriter, and producer Israel Holton became involved full-time in worship ministry in 1989. From the start, he looked to overcome cultural and denominational barriers. With this idea in mind, Israel formed New Breed Ministries in 1995. It was a group of world-class musicians and singers. Touring extensively brought the ministry's powerful and diverse sound to churches around the U.S. While Israel's two 1997 releases, Whisper It Loud and Way of the World, kicked off his recording career. New season from 2001, Real in 2002, then Live from Another Level in 2004, Alive in South Africa 2005, which featured a performance in Cape Town, South Africa in front of eight thousand people the london sessions was his album in 2010 then houghton and his group continued to document their travels around the world with the successful covered alive in asia released in 2015 isabel davis pastor and contemporary christian recording artist out of new orleans louisiana born and raised in san antonio texas she started her singing career as a toddler a few years later she became the center's worship pastor she and her husband moved to new Orleans, where she joined City of Love. Within five years, she was named the church's worship pastor, and it was around that time she released her successful single, The Call. Isabel Davis voted this year New Artist of the Year by the Stellar Gospel Music Awards. Oprah Winfrey Network announced the second season of their hit docuseries, Black Love, is coming back this May. The series highlights love stories from the black community. It debuted last fall to one 1.2 million viewers around the world, becoming OWN's most watched unscripted series debut in the network history. What is a boycott? It's defined as an act of voluntary and intentional abstention from using, buying, or dealing with a person, organization, or country as an expression of protest, usually for social, political, or environmental reasons. Sometimes a boycott can be formed from consumer activism, sometimes called moral purchasing. Basically, the way I put it, don't go, don't use, and don't buy. In 1953, the Baton Rouge boycott occurred 
This was the first black bus boycott in America. That summer, the African-American community of Baton Rouge set the tone of the modern civil rights movement years before the Supreme Court's landmark Brown versus the Board of Education. And the significant protests of the Montgomery bus boycott led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks, leaders of the Baton Rouge black community stood up for racial equality. In March of 1953, black leaders in Baton Rouge were successful in having city council pass Ordinance 222, which permitted for blacks to be seated on any public transportation on a first-come, first-served basis. Boycott against the company Safeway until it employed African Americans. That was in 1941. One of the earliest examples was a boycott in England of the sugar produced by slaves. In 1791, after Parliament refused to abolish slavery, thousands of pamphlets were printed encouraging not to buy sugar. Was the boycott successful? Yes, it was. And of course, first there was Joanne Robinson, a civil rights activist, made African Americans aware as they represented 75% of the Montgomery Bus Company's clientele, and she organized the Monday boycott whereby all African Americans refused to ride buses. The boycott continued another year. Was it successful? Yes, it was. On December 20th, 1956, laws requiring segregated buses were declared unconstitutional in Montgomery and across the United States. Here's your Billboard Top 10 Gospel Songs in the Country. Number 10, Ernest Pugh survived. Number 9, Travis Green, You Waited. Number 8, Tamala Mann, Through It All, featuring Timberland. Number 7, J.J. Harrison, A Youthful Praise, No Reason to Fear. Number 6, William Murphy, Everlasting God. Number 5, Jermaine Dolly, Serve. Number 4, Ja'Kalen Carr, You Will Win. Number 3, Todd Delaney, Your Great Name. B.B. Winans has the number 2 gospel song this week with He Promised Me. And number 1, once again for 5 weeks, Corinne Hawthorne with Won't He Do It. Well, that's your Billboard Top 10 songs in the country, your definition and examples of successful boycotts, and your gospel news. I'm Nina Taylor. Let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station. Thank you so much, Nina Taylor, (laughs) for this week in gospel news. Y'all thank y'all so much um, for tuning into the RSD show. We are inside our inside scoop of the red segment. That's where I give my honest, my unscripted opinion on today's world and entertainment news. And Nina is here also, um, primarily in the beginning of the broadcast, but also, you know, in the beginning of the segment, excuse me, of the inside scoop of the red, sometimes beginning, sometimes the end, whatever. But she's she's a staple on the RH3 show. But anyway, let's get into my portion of the inside scoop of the red. And I've been wanting to talk about some of these topics for the longest. So let's get into it. We got a lot to cover. We also got our um, Nina's preparing for our guests on today and we also have the ask red letter which we'll venture into today's topic all right but get on that later but anyway like i said in the beginning we're talking about wendy and the clark sisters outbreak with food church holding a beyonce mass and a great love story with michelle williams of destiny's child and pastor chad johnson and also football so our first one. Let me get this off my chest, really, because this thing had not really been bothering me, but it's been festering and festering and festering, and I have to say something, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it. One day last week, Wendy Joan 
Williams got on air and was talking about Snoop Dogg's album, Bible of Love. This gospel album had went to the charts of number one gospel albums or whatever on the gospel charts at number one. Wendy got on her air. She was talking about Snoop in the album. Then she goes to say, what if read y'all listen to what I'm saying? What if she was like, you know, if I was in the gospel world, I mean, if I was like, if if I was like the Clark sisters, would I be mad if Snoop got number one? You know, like the Clark sisters been um, out for a long time. Would I be mad that he got number one? Uh, well, step your feet game. And what else she said after that? Y'all, the gospel community went in on Wendy. And my opinion on that is, it was very sad how the way they carry themselves online. I kid you not. I will, y'all, first of all, if this broadcast has to go over an hour, it's going to have to go over an hour, but I'm going to get out what I got to say. Every person who responded negatively was not was not operating in, in the love of God. That worked. Why you say that, Red? For one, because I don't know if Wendy's saved. I don't know if she'd go to church. Obviously, she's not saved. She's probably backslidden because she curses on the show. And she curses outside. But anyway. I don't know if Wendy's saved, whatever, trying to get back in church. I don't know all of that. But my opinion is, if she caught wind, which I know she did because she got people on her camp and also fans or whatever. But if she caught wind of how these gospel artists treated her, in spite of how we're supposed to be living and what we're supposed to be doing as brothers and sisters in Christ, if she was supposed to be giving her life back to God or wanted to or trying to get back in church, she probably would have gave it up then. Why? It's because how these folks treated her and how they commented on her just because of her ignorance with not knowing about gospel music. And I'm not using that word ignorance negatively negatively towards Wendy. I'm not. Am, am I a fan of Wendy? Yes. Am I a fan of gospel music? Big time, yes. Am I a fan of the Clark Sisters? Big time, yes. But am I a yes man to Wendy? No, I'm not. Am I a yes man to the Clark Sisters? No, I'm not. I'm at, am I at a point to where I am um, using the Clark Sisters as a God? No, I'm not. Am I at a point to you, lower G-O-D? Am I at a point to using Wendy as a God? No, I'm not, lower G-O-D. No, I'm not, because they're not neither one of them. But I will stand up and stand for right and right and right is right and wrong is wrong. Every person who commented negatively about Wendy Williams on their social media platforms was dead wrong. Now, I, I didn't hear what Kirk Franklin them said, but I would sure enough hear it as soon as I go to break. I didn't hear what he said. I didn't hear what 
Yolanda Adams said. I heard what not Carlton Banks did. That was hilarious. I heard what Anna Douglas did. That was hilarious. I heard what Lexi Allen did. That was not hilarious. That was mean. And that was not right. And I promise you, that that, that wasn't even cool, Lexi. I don't even think you have a right, a, a, a number one album. I just looked on your IMDb or whatever, or your um, um, wiki page. You was just nominated for an album. I mean, for a, an award. Did you get it? No. So what is you up here talking? I mean, that was so disrespectful and rude and mean and ugly. And I don't think God was pleased at that moment. I don't know if you asked for him for forgiveness or whatever. But you sitting around here singing songs, burning all down um, um, in the room or whatever. And also preaching and teaching and talking to people and trying to tell them to get to church. But you over here just being mean and ugly. You just now getting up? Well, what about your health? Is your health number one? Is your show? What is that supposed? I mean, that that really got under my skin. You supposed to be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, got Jesus on your side and running for your life. But you talking about is your health number one? You supposed to be praying for her. They all were ugly. All were ugly. Did Wendy say anything wrong? No, she did not. Why would I say she didn't say anything wrong? For one, is because she didn't know about gospel music, but she did know that the Clark Sisters has been around for a while. Common sense would tell you they probably got a good number of number ones under their belt. Second of all, I don't, she did not mean it by that. She said, if I was a gospel group like the Clark sisters, will I be mad? Because the Clark sisters, for one, she used them as an example because the Clark sisters is legendary. She used them as an example and she said, you know, if I was like the Clark sisters, would I be mad if Snoop got a number one? Well, hey, step your game up. Snoop had to step his game up. He got that gospel album to number one. That's what he did. But all of those that talked negatively about Wendy or whatever was wrong. Because for one, they jumped to the conclusion. And two, they worshipped the Clark sisters and got on them. Look, I love the Clark sisters. Don't get me wrong. I am not sitting here saying anything mean and foul about because for one, they are legendary. Two, they are some bad sisters. Three, they can sing their behinds off. And four, they got legacy. They got a generation. They they, they got the same spirit as them. Kiara and her brothers and sisters. Everybody, the cousins. All of the Clark family, whether it is branched off, married into, or somebody married into them. They, they are an awesome family. I love the Clarks. But my thing is, every person who commented ugly, every person, including the celebrities, that had anything wrong to say about Wendy Williams and her ignorance before because of she did not know or even so and like i said i will still go back and say that it, i mean whether she knew or not she was not mentioning anything about the clock sisters she was just saying 
if I was a gospel group like the Clark Sisters, she could say it. If I was a gospel artist like Lexi, who hasn't had a number one, would I be mad that Snoop got a number one? And Snoop come from the secular world, coming into gospel music, getting a number one, and I don't have a number one. Would I be mad? Of course I would. Would I have to step my game up? Of course I did. Of course I would have. Well, step your game up. Rand, do you have a, a number one um, podcast radio show? No, I don't. But I'm, try- I'm climbing up that chart to get there. Yeah, this thing had me gone. And I was so ready to come back Tuesday to discuss this. I really would. I really was. I love the Clock Sisters to pieces. But this whole situation and how people blew it up was wrong. And then they, is that apology? Okay, Wendy, that was kind of bad. But I don't owe neither one of y'all an apology. I will get on the mic and on air or on my social media platforms and do a video or whatever and say, look, whatever I said, if you were offended because my, I don't know, obviously you were offended because it was an uproar. Y'all got it. The fans got offended, but Clark sisters, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to your goons. I'm not talking to your hives. I'm not talking to flunkies that's around you. But I, what I will say is, if I, if I offended you by using you guys as an example, I am so sorry because it, it, it was not as what everyone thought it was. And that's it. That's it. And I, and I, I still to this day, everybody who commented, especially celebrities who has big following, need to repent and say that they're wrong. Why? Because they were. They downed that woman. They talked mean and ugly to that lady. Whether she does it or not, we don't supposed to do that. I'm done with this topic. I don't even have to read the story because y'all got the gist of it. But for one, that was wrong, gospel community. That was dead wrong. And I, you know what? That was wrong. That was wrong. That was wrong. Kiara, that was wrong. It was wrong. Anyway, let's move on. I've spent too much time on this, but I had to get that out. I had to get that out. But anyway, let's move on. Lexi, I'm done. Kiara, done. Rest of y'all, done. Carlton, that was funny. Anna, that was funny. But the rest of y'all, it's a wrap. Michelle Williams is engaged to Pastor Chad Johnson. Um, according to uh, people, I'll get to people in a minute, but according to Love B. Scott, after meeting a spiritual re- in, at a spiritual retreat, March of 2017, Williams 37 and Johnson 40 kept in touch, building a strong relationship. Ooh, y'all. Uh, building a strong relationship uh, through conversations on Instagram over text and via FaceTime calls. They took their uh, whirlwind romance publicly in July. On March the 21st, Johnson popped the question with stunning five-carat engagement ring in the couple, um, happy couple plan to wear this summer. Y'all, I see myself in this whole kit 
in Kabuto. And I'm going to read via what uh, People uh, Magazine said just briefly. Uh, for one, he's a pastor and pro sports champion. Uh, Johnson found a passion for scriptures as a teenager when at age 17 he attended a fellowship church, a fellowship of Christian athletes camp. And he went on to earn a bachelor's degree in Christian ministries from Arizona Christian University in Phoenix. Um, and over the years, he's worked as a pro sports chaplain, leading athletes including Arizona Cardinals, Pittsburgh Steelers, and LA Dodgers and their families in daily devotionals. I thought he was in football in himself. But he's a family man. Uh, he uh, Johnson, whose parents is divorced when he was 13, has been helped raise with his two nephews. Um... Um, who has helped raise his two nephews who are 15 and 16 years old uh, starting in family he says he has always been a priority it has always been a priority the biggest desires in my life is to have a wife and children after focusing on work for years he is ready to settle down um, getting, I was getting ready to turn 40. She is in her late 30s, uh, says Johnson, of his life before he met Williams. Neither of us have been married and had children. And I think you just get at a place time where you're just so career-driven, so focused on what you're doing at the moment. That is kind of a comfort zone, but both of us were in similar places on personal levels. He is heavily involved in wedding plans. Um, so don't call him Groomzilla. <laughs> uh, but Chad said this, y'all on Instagram I never imagined I never imagined people would be so inspired and encouraged by my long process to real love I wasn't miserable by any stretch uh, strengthened by struggle for sure dated some along the, the 22 year hike and a lot of phase and victories on the road if you want to hear some nuggets Excuse me, y'all. Some nuggets of wisdom that I, uh, y'all, these allergies, y'all. Some nuggets of wisdom that I learned through this waiting journey, in quotes. Uh, go back to my post on June the 12th, 2017. From there, I made a 40 post without waiting and single. It's called 40 for 40. Check them out and give me some feedback or repost to encourage people waiting. 40 for 40. <laughs> Hashtag 40 for 40. And, um, he said this quote that I really loved. It said, you don't know how much weight is on your weight. So that you don't know how much W-E-I-G-H-T is on your W-A-T. Yes, y'all. Uh, also, according to uh, next story, according to um, lovebscott.com. <laughs> there's a, a, a Catholic church, Grace Cathedral Church. Who is holding a mass in honor of Beyonce? Are you ready to get your praise and worship on in the house of the Lord? But to the soundtrack of Beyonce, no. Um, if you lived in uh, San Francisco, you can visit Grace Cathedral Church where they're set to hold a Beyonce mass. And according to uh, NBC Bay Area, they plan Yolanda Norton, an assistant professor at Old Testament uh, of Old Testament at San Francisco Theology Seminary, will feature speaker at the mass. Norton says the teacher did, it's Norton also teaches a course called Beyonce in the Bible, according to San Francisco Chronicles. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, 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 no. But anyway, uh, next story. If you in, if you're in North Carolina, I'm not gonna read this because I spent too much time on that first segment. Um. There are over 200 million eggs that are being recalled. And also, iceberg, not iceberg, but uh, 
romaine lettuce that has been recalled to that has a case uh, allegedly case of salmonella or whatever throw it out throw it out throw those eggs out 200 million eggs if it's stretched over nine states colorado florida new jersey new york North Carolina, where I'm at, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia were likely connected to 22 reported cases of salmonella infections. Ew, nasty. Eggs from North Carolina farm were sold to restaurants in and in supermarkets under multiple brands names, including Coburn Farms, um, Country Daybreak, Food Lion, Glenview, Great Value, Helms and Sunshine Farm. So if you got any of those brand names in your refrigerator, throw those eggs away. Sports news, y'all. Let's get into it. I'm not going any going no other fur no other further. I'm not going no other team but my own Redskins, y'all. The new schedule is out and I'ma give you my predictions. Here goes. What's up on the time not long no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> week four, I mean, week number one, y'all, which is um, with the Arizona Cardinals, I predict that that's a win. I'm going to just go by the predictions. I'm not giving you disclaimers or whatever. I'm not giving you no no, no um, descriptions, whatever. Let's go. Week two with the Colts. I feel that it's going to be a W. I feel it. I really do. Packers, a big L. Loss, loss, loss. Week four, a bye week. Why are y'all having us having a bye week this early? They trying to take us all the way out. All the way out. Uh, number five, Saints, most definitely a loss. That's my sister's team, but I'm going to say a loss. Um, number week six, Panthers win, of course. Of course. Hands down, win. I hope the Panthers go back to that long losing streak. It is what it is, people. And yes, I did say it. Come on. Uh, Cowboys, uh, um, uh, week seven, a loss, definitely. Um, no, 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 no. I meant to put that as a W. I feel that we can beat that first uh, Cowboys game. But that second one, which I'm going to get to in a minute, I'll tell you all about that one. Giants win. Another hands-down win. Falcons, that's going to be a tough one, but it's going to be a loss by a small smidgen, I feel. Um, Tampa Bay win. Texans win. The second Cowboy game, which is um, uh, Thanksgiving, which is going to be a loss. Can't do it. Uh-uh. Nah. Eagles, a loss, definitely, again. Um, did I say again? No, that was just the only one. Yeah, Eagles, lost. Um, Giants, uh, another win. Yep, another win. Um, Jaguars, lost. Titans, a win. And Eagles, lost. So, um, let's see how many. That's one, two, three, four. Um, five, six, seven wins, and ten losses. That's fine with me. I feel you heard it first right here on the RH3 show. I'm going to take a break, and coming up next is uh, our special guest, 
uh, Jason, I don't know why I keep calling him pastor, but Jason Bethel of J. Bethel has spoken for right here on the RC Show. Be back in a minute. K&B Improvement. No job too big or too small. Heaven knows we do it all. From carpet cleaning to house turnover, deep scrubbing and more. Carpet restoration, we give you what you ask for. Reliable, reasonable, prices you can't beat. Let us serve you in all your cleaning needs. For we are dependable and neat. Call 301-379-5939. Kevin Best www.kandbimprovement.com It's Nina Taylor, and today my guest, he's coming to us all the way from Detroit, Michigan. His name is Jason Bethel, and his group is J. Bethel and Spoken For. How you doing today, Jason? I'm doing great, Nina. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I am excited about your new project, and it's about time, okay? That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I am very excited about your new single. It's called No Rock. Yes, yes. That's correct. Okay, Okay, let's just go back just a little bit. I want you to tell everybody a little bit about your background, uh, your background in music, where you grew up, and how you began the group Spoken For. Well, uh, well, my name is Jason Bethel. I'm a PK. And uh, my father uh, is a big songwriter. Uh, you know, he's been writing songs for a long time in his own right. And, uh, and that's where my love of music came from. And also listening to the whinings. I'm here in Detroit, based in Detroit, from Detroit, Detroit Love. And uh, listening to the whinings commission, obviously, Vanessa Bell Armstrong and, uh, and Clark Sisters and other vanguards that hail for Detroit and all over in gospel music, but definitely from Detroit, um, helped mold me for the love of, of music, especially gospel music. And so coming up, um, my father was a big advocate, um, and my mother a big advocate of doing our own praise and worship songs and writing our own praise and worship music at uh, at our church at Word of Light Christian Center here in Detroit. And so I would do that. And so as a kid, I used to watch my dad play, and so I, I grew fond and I played by play by ear. So I started playing the piano at a young age, and at 12 years old, uh, he kind of was like, look, it's time for you to take over the praise and worship team, so. At 12 years old, I took over the praise and worship team. He, he prayed for me, anointed me, and uh, it took off from there. Uh, when I went to college, I went for football at Tiffany University, and there, uh, ended up still getting involved in music. We ended up forming a, friend, a couple of friends of mine, myself, uh, Weston Johnson, and Amelia, uh, Amelia, Amelia Collins, uh, formed the first gospel choir. Uh, and at the time, it was only about 26 of us, and it grew. And now today, we went back just after 10 years, and now it's up to 100. 60 people and they're traveling all over the all over the country and so that was crazy when we came back um so when i went to college and i did all of that my father kind of asked me to come back and i did some music with him and uh as far as doing his own project and then I just ran around a couple of years, you know, just basically playing for different people, having the, the you know, just doing praise and worship. And then all of a sudden, God just told me it was time. So I went in the studio, uh, recorded the first album. You heard uh, All In. Um, that was a success um, in its own right. Um, a lot of my own personal songs that God, God gave me. And then I formed the group. So a lot of people think that the group was formed before All In, the first project that came out, All In, when it was actually after the project. 
project was done that um, all in that spoken for, excuse me, Jay Bethel spoken for was actually formed. And so that's where we went from there. So actually we, actually, after we done uh, all in a couple of years later, and, you know, I really have interviews like with people of, of yourself, great stature of yourself, like you. <laughs> um, then I was able last year, we were able to come out with a, uh, a brand new single uh, called Spoken For. And I was really proud of that song. Uh, they did great. Um, we really wasn't trying to push that song. It was really for this upcoming album that we're doing right now, um, which is going to be our brand new software album. Hopefully, they'll be out. Mm, I say, hopefully, we're pushing for late fall or early fall or late fall. You know, it's, it's going to be called All About Themselves. And so that's where this new single, No Rock Stems from. And so that's 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 pretty much all it is. You know, I'm just a hometown boy. I love praise and, praise and worship. You know, I'm a, I'm a minister. I'm all right. I'm married with three beautiful children. Um, and really four because I've, we raised our goddaughter so she's getting married actually tomorrow so I'll be walking <laughs> her down the aisle so uh, but yeah God has definitely been blessing and uh, I just have a love for music and I have a love for for gospel music and I have a love for making sure that the message lines up with the music so you can have good music but if the lyrics just doesn't line up with the word it doesn't mean anything okay. that's what Dr. was spoken for is all about all right. Well, I think it's obvious the song No Rock, but what you did a little bit different, <laughs> you kind of put sort of a Caribbean feel onto it. What made you do that? What made you go in that direction with that song? Um, you know, I um, I like to be different. I like to be out the box. You know, obviously we have artists out here today, like Todd Tribute, uh, Travis Green, uh, Jonathan McReynolds have, has been taking uh, gospel music, uh, especially in the contemporary gospel, uh, to new heights and new bounds uh, in different genres over the years. And so I always, I'm, I just always love reggae. And so uh, I'm a big fan of Don Marley. Uh, and it was just kind of like a little love shout out to him. Uh, one of my best friends is from Bermuda. Uh, Wesson Johnson, he's Jamaican, and so uh, it was just something I wanted to do. Like I said, it, it was just something that that was just leaning towards, and I, I just loved it, and it was felt like a good praise and worship feel. Uh, and I just wanted to do something different. I mean, that's pretty much. I just wanted to come come a different way. I never want to be the same. I always want to kind of see where we can push uh, the word of God. Um, and and you know, that's the great thing about about God's word. You can put it in whatever vehicle. His word never changes. So that way, the potency never changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. What about the rest of the album? What can we look forward to with the uh, the rest of the project? And what's the name of the album going to be? So again, uh, the name of this album is going to be called. Uh, all about themselves. So, uh, somebody was like, all about themselves. I said, really? I had it, really? I had it, like, about themselves. But I was like, okay, wait a minute. I got I to gotta grammatically be correct here. So, <laughs> I said, all about themselves. And pretty much, it's going to be a lot of songs dealing with um, just uh, just coming back to Christ or just the need for Christ in our life. Um, I think sometimes we have lost... Um, We've lost touch with the ministry of reconciliation that it's important that we be about the souls. It's good to have the conferences. It's good to have the, uh, um, the, 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 um, the, uh, the teaching conferences and all these meetings and, and everything else that we do and, and helping the community and things like that. Is, but when it, when it all boils down to it, are we 
we saving souls. That's what our main priority is. That's what our main objective is supposed to be, is that we're supposed to help reclaim back to Christ, uh, just like somebody reclaim help get us back to Christ. So that's that's what the focus of this album is going to be about. It's definitely going to be praise and worship based, but it's going to be definitely surrounding um, the need and the want and the and uh, for Christ to be in our lives. That sounds great. Well, the group is Jay Bethel and Spoken For. They're coming to us from Detroit, the uh, music city and the motor city, right? <laughs> all day, all day, always repping. <laughs> all right. All right, Jason, I thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Nina. I really do. I really appreciate talking to you. Every time we talk, it's like family. So, you know, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I hope everybody enjoys the new single with Blessed By It. And make sure you're looking out for the brand new album coming out uh, some months later down the line. All About Them Souls from Jay Bethel Spoken For. Here's Jason Bethel with Jay Bethel and Spoken For with their new single, No Rock. Right here on the R3 Show. I'll be back in a moment to close out today's broadcast. Keep it where you got it.
guys, sorry I cannot do today's Ask Red Letter, but be sure to join me on Thursday while I give you another great time here on the RS3 Show. On Thursday, we'll be talking about unplanned, but it's not a failure. Unplanned, but you're not in trouble. Um, it's talking about pregnancy, teenage pregnancy, young adult pregnancy, and we're also going to read that Ask Red Letter. And so it's two discussion topics on Thursday. You don't want to miss it. It is entitled Unplanned. I I love y'all for real, and I'll see y'all on the next broadcast of the RS3 Show. Talk to you soon. Peace. Good night, good night.